You recording this thing on? Oh, uh, yeah, now it is. Okay, good. So today is an especially challenging day for a lot of people. Today we're editing our interview. And we talked a little bit about resistance. Editing is a process that can be very challenging. Um, for a lot of people, it's very joyful. I actually love editing. I think it's it's a fun process for me. But I think getting past some of the tech difficulties can be hard for people. Um, but what we want to talk about today is not necessarily the tech. It's actually what you should keep in and what you should keep out when you're editing an interview. So for instance, you might do an interview, um, with your guest that's an hour long and maybe your podcast, you have, you're cutting your podcast down to about 30 minutes. So we want to be thinking today about what you should keep in and what you should keep out. Do you have any thoughts on um, how to like when you, I guess your podcast, Seth, you don't really cut down stuff like that. But like, do you have any ideas about what people should be thinking about keeping into their interview and keeping out when they're editing? Yeah, I've thought about this a lot because all the videos that I make for the Akimbo workshops True. match yes, that, yes, yes. right? The single most important thing, which a woodworker will tell you, a painter will tell you, um, if you do the work well in the first place, the edit is a hundred times easier, right? That a good house painter doesn't spend that much time sanding because they put the right. paint on right in the first place. So if you know yes. that you're going to edit your work, you can do things like repeat something. And there it is right where you need it to be. You can mm -hmm. pause in places where there needs to be pauses. That what I, you know, I pre-process the work, the Akimbo podcast before I send it to Alex. And mm -hmm. sometimes it takes me much longer to edit it than it does to record it. And other times, not so much. So what I've learned is put the work in, in the recording studio, figure out before you begin to talk to somebody, how to structure it so that your edit will be easier. And there are hundreds of ways that you can do that. For example, Let's say there's a moment when you had to talk over the person because they just talk too much. Don't talk over them by asking the question because in that moment, you've lost the question to the edit. Instead say, oh, good point, which you will delete. <laughs> and then when they stop talking, ask the question. So mm -hmm. think about those bits of it and then you will produce audio that lends itself to appropriate editing. Yes, that is genius. I can't emphasize that enough. Like do th doing the work in the recording studio and ahead of time will save you time in the edit and will make for a better podcast. I will add um, when you're thinking about editing your interview, this goes back to something that we were talking about at the beginning of the class, um, figuring out what you want it to sound like. And that's something that you get to decide. You get to decide what the tone and the sensibility and the style of your podcast is. Um, I do a podcast called Food for Thought, Food, the number four, Thought, spelled T-H-O-T. And I'm a producer on that podcast, and there are four hosts. And our process is we record for two hours. I edit the audio, and I cut it down to one hour. And then I send the v version one, V1, edit to all four of the hosts. There's one host who every time, no matter what, we've done hundreds and hundreds of episodes by now, will send me back notes that he wants everything that doesn't sound perfect to be deleted. If somebody's talking over each other, he wants it deleted. If something, if there's a verbal tick or if somebody's trying to figure out a word, if there's a little bit of a pause, he wants it deleted. If people are talking over each other, he wants it deleted. 
and for me, I think that's a decision that, um, you can make as a group or as your, and in this case you would make it as yourself. I am resistant to those kinds of things because I think some of the beauty of making a podcast is that it sounds natural. It's not a fully polished 30 minute television show that you're watching that has been like edited to death and all like, it's just something that you can, you have the option to have it sound authentic and to have those kinds of like, I think those natural, as I said, verbal ticks, those pauses, those moments where somebody is searching for a word, you can keep those in because I think it can add character to your podcast. And in some cases, maybe you don't want to keep those things in though. And maybe you want it to sound fully polished, completely, you know, everything moving really fast and edited, very highly produced and highly edited, but that's a decision that you get to make. So don't feel compelled to cut all of those things out if you don't want to. There's brain science here. You know, Mm -hmm. a player piano does not sound as good as a live musician, even though it's perfect. And the people who edit uh, albums for a living, you know, they don't want it. They can make it sound like Steely Dan. They don't. Steely Dan is the outlier. If we look at what has made hugely successful podcasts, whether it's Seth Seth Rogen, whether it's Joe Rogan in the recording studio or that guy who just recorded himself walking through the streets of his neighborhood oh, in yeah. London. yeah, John Mulham or something, I think, yeah. People yeah. want not just authenticity, they want an analog experience, even if it's recorded digitally. Yes. Because it yes. confuses our brain if it's too shiny and polished. Yes. So all this to say, do not drive yourself crazy trying to cut out every um, uh, blah, 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 everything that doesn't sound perfect and polished. Give yourself some space, give your interview and your edit some space and don't, don't, you don't have to edit it too heavily if you don't want to. But I have a bonus for you and I don't remember if this bonus is already covered. Did I do the riff about how to stop saying um? No, you didn't. Why do people say um? They say um because they want the person they're talking to not to take the microphone. And you make a sound to indicate that you're not done yet. And the problem is, it makes you sound not as smart as you are. I once heard someone interviewed on the radio who said, I I recorded it and uh, counted. There were 45 ums in three minutes because I cared about the cause this person was talking about. But the fact that they kept saying um communicated to me that they weren't really facile with their topic matter. So here's how you get rid of it. And the fact that you have a microphone and a recorder makes this even easier. First, Mm -hmm. if you need to write it down on a piece of paper, go ahead. No one's going to take your microphone away. Second, Mm -hmm. every single time you feel like saying, um, just say nothing. Go Mm -hmm. slower. That might mean that you talk like this. You have to train yourself with these stupidly long pauses. But once you get into the pause business, speeding up is much easier. So first you sell yourself on the pause, and then you can slowly speed up. And if you have listened to your tapes and you're saying I'm a lot, it's resistance that's kicking in. You know what to say. You're just a little concerned and your brain is looking for reassurance. Turn it into silence and then slowly speed it up. I love that. I love this pause business too, because even as we were doing it right now, when you pause, 
I was hanging on to your words even more. I was so like curious to hear what you were going to hear next. Say next. So experimenting with the pauses is a great idea. I'm going to do that too, because I do, I say my ums and my likes a little frequently too. So I think I'll take your advice going forward in these recordings actually. So have fun during your edit. Don't get too bogged down and don't worry about having it sound polished and perfect and, and make a ruckus and go, go, go. Be you. Have fun. Be you.